Look at that. We are live on The Lonely TARDIS, your journey through Time Lords and space and the entire multiverse of geek and pop culture. That's right, friends. We are branching out. We're branching out like roots covering uh, covering your sidewalk and burrowing underneath your home and ripping up your, your sidewalls. Roots that just kind of get into everything and you can't get rid of them. Guess what? Can't get rid of us. Sorry, we're invading you guys again. You thought Doctor Who was over. We were going to take a nice little break. <laughs> nay, nay, we say. I say, because I'm my name is right there, Dolly Domofsky. You guys know me. This lovely gentleman whose name is right there. See, I'm learning the point. Marcus Beer. You lost your damn mind. Of course. Of course. No more caffeine for you after 3 p.m. <laughs> Thanks, Dad. And this lovely person, which I'm, I'm staring at him. Hi. Hello. <laughs> Trying to silence all my... You know, you had Groot roots right there. It was right there. Did, like Instead, yeah. you went to sidewall and stuff. Yeah, well, that's the leaves. The, you start with roots, and then you spread up with leaves. These are like yoga moves that I've been doing with the Apple Fitness stuff. It's like, you first, you're the roots, and now you're the leaves. No wonder you pulled the muscle in your back. Yeah, yeah I did. Yeah. I pulled the muscle. Uh, gentlemen, friends, it is... So awesome, so awesome to be uh, to be with you guys again, um, as usual. It's it's quite a lot of fun to chat with my homies um, on this beautiful February. What's today? The day after v Valentine's Day. My parents' uh, wedding anniversary. Is today's your parents' wedding anniversary? Excellent. Yeah. My mom and stepdad forty second wedding anniversary. Wow! Excellent! Excellent! Yeah. Uh, and Sean, it is just, it's a Sean-aversary for you, my friend. It's flipping cold. You said like it is. in February or whatever. It's like, it is a frigid 27 degrees here. Really? Like, yeah. It's cold here too. It's 43 degrees and it's been thunderbolts and lightning all over the place oh, for the last couple of hours. Very, very frightening. You guys had 80 over the weekend, so it's great that the Oh, yeah. That was, that was just a little too warm. <laughs> Well, like I said, we're going to be talking about a lot of fun stuff today, especially with uh, all of the cool geek shows that have been popping up out there. Um, uh, we had some awesome trailers that we could talk about that have been have been going around. We some of the things that we're anticipating over the next the next month or so here. And what we decided to do was um, extend the TARDIS experience for the time being until we get Doctor Who or until geek stuff runs out, which I doubt will happen. Um, <clears throat> Over the next several months here, uh, maybe every other week or so, we're going to get together with with you, beautiful viewers and listeners, and chat about uh, chat about what we're watching, what we're playing, and some of the cool things that we're anticipating. And um, you know, I think we can we can dive right into uh, something that uh, that uh, Marcus actually posted. Not the or do you want to go with the the special? exclusive stuff i think we should go and just lead off i mean let's face it this is a world exclusive nobody has this this is a genuine world exclusive i mean it's a it's a first for us but i mean it literally is a world exclusive because this wasn't shared with anybody else um excuse me a little bit of dust there all right uh so i have a friend old school friend who uh in the course of his job um comes into contact with a certain Russell T. Davis. You know that man. The one who's... I know who that dude. Doctor Who and is hopefully going to bring it back from the Chibnall apocalypse that we've put up with for the last couple of years. And every time uh, he sees R uh, Russell T. Davis, they have this, you know, they have a chat and apparently uh, Russell has a uh, nice apartment with a huge freaking Dalek right in the uh, hallway, um, as you do. Um, and so some tidbits have come my way. I'm not going to name any names for obviously, you know, for obvious reasons, but this is what I've heard about the next set of the, uh, by about, you know, what's happening with Russell T Davis. He's writing all the episodes of the new series at the same time. He said he can't concentrate on one thing. So he'll write a few pages on one, then go for a walk. And then uh, write a few pages on episode three, on episode eight, six, so on. He says it, it drives his producers bonkers. He said, um, he also said, you know, when he was told that, you know, um, 
I was friends with this guy, with my friend, and, uh, you know, kind of Doctor Who nuts. He said, uh, I've just written an episode that will blow their minds. Hoping that's a good thing. Don't know if that's the uh, 60th anniversary, but it's working. It, you know, he's working away. We'll have it next year. Um, he's writing all the episodes, which means, which is great because that means he has a plan. And it's a season arc that I'm guessing. Uh, and yeah, I think that's hugely positive. I mean, admittedly, we will not see it until, uh, oh shit, uh, next year. But yeah, sometime, you know. Still a world exclusive. I mean, it's good that's to know amazing. that he's on the, you know, he's on the case already, which means they'll start filming. I mean, they've obviously not given away anybody's casting for the doctor yet. Uh, I am still available. Um, <laughs> I'll be I think Doctor Fuck Off. I like that. I like that. Ah, good, get to hear Marcus back. I am excited about this. Um, I'm excited to hear that Russell T Davies is in more than anything else <clears throat> is enthusiastic and it, and he himself is enjoying this process because oftentimes you hear, um, or not oftentimes, sometimes especially in situations like this, you'll hear folks talk about kind of trying to solve a lot of issues and trying to bring stories together and, and pick up where previous, you know, showrunners and, and writers and stuff left off and trying to do a lot in a little bit. Um, but Russell's going in with, with a plan. And I think having a long-term plan and really kind of sitting out and mapping out this, this upcoming season and what he's doing. Sounds like that's what he's doing. It um, it's getting me really excited because I know I can, <clears throat> let me just put it this way. Having the time to do it over the next year plus, I think is a real big blessing that they announced that he was going to be taking over as, as early as they did. They didn't wait till, you know, towards the end of these last few specials. They, they threw him in there and said, Russell T. Davies, Russell T. Davies is back. He's going to start working on this stuff right now. And I think that's, that's going to give him plenty of time to, to really flush this out. So I think that's a positive in, in the lead away. Yeah. Sean, are you excited? What do you think, Shawnee Sean? Yeah, of course. Of course. I'm trying to, for those who might not know me, uh, when do they have to begin proper production if they want to hit? Well, so do we know when the anniversary is going to air next year? Well, we um, run the last time it's, uh, the, the last November. time it was in November. So we're looking at probably about 18 months from now. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, um, Nineteen months. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That makes sense. Um, the so yeah, I mean, for him to write the whole season, map it all out, uh, and write the sixtieth, because obviously we don't know what's going on with that, and they still have to cast. And then I'm guessing what will happen is when they uh, they cast, they will tweak the episodes for tone with regards to whoever the actor or actress uh, mm -hmm. or whatever gender fluid term the person prefers. Um, to you know, uh, brings to the brings to the uh, brings to the series. Um, then there's obviously sets have to be built. This is where I'm hoping that um, uh, another very old friend of mine, uh, literally from my school days, uh, Edward Thomas, uh, who was the set uh, production designer on the initial reboot with Russell T Davis and Julie Gardner and, and Jane Tranter. He's the one who did the um, Tenant run and the Eccleston run. Designed the TARDIS, designed so much of it. Um, I'm hoping he comes back because he's uh, he's been off doing some stuff. He's doing some uh, some movies. He worked on the Monster Hunter uh, uh, one. Uh, he's worked on Resident Evil. He's worked on Escape Room. Uh, but it would be lovely to see him back in Wales working on uh, working on Doctor Who. Um, yeah. And then, you know, they, they get all that stuff done. They'll film them probably all in one block, uh, probably about 12 months from now, because they have to try and get it going into the nicer weather. I mean, they'll get the internal shoots done on sets, move, and then any externals, given the beautiful Welsh weather in that, it pisses down a lot. Um, yeah, the, that stuff will be filmed over the summer with a view to start airing everything. I'm guessing the 60th. I mean, I'm saying the 60th is going to be the kickoff. It might might come earlier. It might come earlier and the 60th becomes a culmination. Who knows? We have no idea what's in Russell T. Davis's head because if you've watched any of his other stuff, I mean, 
the guy's an innovator. He does mm-hmm. one. He writes great dramas and great comedies and everything else, which I think is why his uh, first run on Doctor Who was so successful. Um, but he likes to do different things. He likes to push the envelope. So we shall see. Yeah, and it's not just the Doctor, right? I mean, they they have to do the companion search. Then they got to find the cast characters. Beyond that, recurring and villain and all kinds of stuff. So, well, we'll see how much there is holdover there is. I mean, look, I don't think that you know he has a relationship with Chris Chibnall um, that is obviously very respectful. I don't know uh, what he personally th- uh, thinks, you know, of you know the the last couple of seasons, but. Publicly, he's he's had to be very supportive, understandably so. I mean, you don't want to be mm-hmm. a total dick and kick somebody when they're down. That's our job. Um, but uh, yeah, we'll, we'll see see who carries over. I mean, will we get a new master? Um, will any of the companions? I think when. I mean, yeah, I mean when uh, the current doctor regens. I mean, who's going to stay? I don't think we'll see a new master right away, especially with the current series seemingly setting up another showdown between the current uh, doctor and master before she regenerates. All right. But, yeah. I, I don't know why that's going to But you mean, need to ask your source, Marcus, and I don't know if we've talked about this on air yet, is about that bonkers rumor that a certain 10th doctor is returning to transition the 14th to the 15th. That's what you need to ask your source about. You mean the tenant one? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The, the tenth, tenth one. There, I mean, the there is a there are special. a lot of ways they can they can pull that off. They there could actually be. And we talked about it. You know that maybe he he becomes the next Doctor for a little bit. Right there was that little tease um, in the last uh, special, the last uh, last time where they they mentioned it. Hey, you're gonna you're gonna run into some faces that you recognize yeah. um, from the past, <clears throat> uh, and that's that was more or less leading into Capaldi. Uh, you know, being being a face from the past, but at the same time, you know, he could either re you know regenerate into the tenth, a version of the tenth again, or I threw this one out there that you know maybe maybe something happens to Jody's doctor, doctor number thirteen, and she's locked away, and the only way that uh, that the TARDIS sees the ability to rescue this current doctor who's in some sort of regenerative stasis is to go back in time, grab the 10th doctor and pull the 10th doctor in for a, for a last hurrah before, before something. And so, yeah, it's one of those two doctor stories. You never know. I'd love it either way. Look, it could also be the um, human doctor spinoff. That ended off going uh, going off with With uh, the Cypress character to to, to the alternate dimension. Oh yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, I mean, they they could. There's there's a lot of stuff that could be um, that they they could play with. Um, Yeah, I mean, some sort of. I mean, guessing it will be some sort of crisis. um, That means that the other the the Doctor crosses over. Their own times, time for uh, you know timeline. I'm just looking forward. I just hope it's, hope you know, hope it's something cool. I have faith. Yeah, I have faith. Yeah, so don't let me down. <laughs> I'm hopeful. Yeah. I'm hopeful, definitely. Um, well, let's move on to some non Doctor Who news, uh, and that is that uh, there is a whole lot of awesome sci-fi and comic and geek and fantasy stuff happening. Right now, the phrase you're um, looking for is pop culture. Pop culture, popular I like pop culture, culture, my friend. Pop, popular culture. Um, yes. Let's pop lead culture. in with <clears throat> pop culture. Ah, let's lead in with the. That was horrible. I don't even know whose what voice I was doing. Was it, was, it was like a horrible doctor, like a drunken doctor evil um, person to replace Cody Rhodes. Right? There you go. Um, you know, uh, from one doctor to another. We were treated to some really awesome trailers this past weekend during the Super Bowl. Um, nice. uh, there are two nice. or three really cool ones. Smooth. The one that everybody's been talking about is the the uh, essentially the continual buildup of the Marvel Marvel's take on the multiverse, and that was Doctor Strange to Multiverse of Madness. Um, which uh, there's an extended trailer online, a two-minute trailer. I think there was like a 
like one minute long spot during the Super Bowl, but then like a two minute trailer online. That um, that coupled with the poster <clears throat> has really sent the internet into a tizzy at at what this could what this could mean. So um, I'm gonna let you guys jump in with your with your thoughts on this. Let's go. Let's start with Sean. <clears throat> Sean, I want to hear what you, like just the minute you go in on mute. What did you think about this about this trailer? Are you excited for the film, first and foremost? Yeah. I, I'm, no, it, I think it's going to be fun. Of course I'm excited for the film. How could you not be excited for the film? Like, <laughs> I, I, to, to follow up Spider-Man, they know they have to go yeah. you know, all out. Um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I, I guess my main takeaway, so I watched it with my wife, and the minute... I mean, we could talk about everything in here, right? And theories and yeah, speculations yeah. and Go spoilers ahead. and stuff. Well, you know, spoilers. Assumed, it's gonna be spoilers. Assumed, yeah. assumed spoilers uh, for the trailer, at least. The minute that voice came on mm-hmm. and we heard Sir Patrick, mm-hmm. my wife and I jumped off the couch. We jumped yep. off the couch and we yep. immediately played it back. And then we played it back again. <laughs> like, they have... <laughs> So there's a couple of things, right? You got Sam Raimi, who I yep. think is gonna is gonna do something with Marvel that we really haven't seen done before. We have the confirmation from the very beginning that this is gonna, you know, pull horror aesthetic and, and style, um, which is something Marvel's never done before. And the amount of potential cameos that this thing could have, like they put Patrick Stewart essentially in the trailer. They put that out there. This is yeah. the same company yeah. two months ago that three <laughs> months ago wouldn't wouldn't confirm that there were spoilers um spider-man you know what i mean mm-hmm, mm-hmm. they put patrick stewart in the trailer what do they have cooking for this yeah I, that's all i keep thinking about the rest of it was fantastic it was a great 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 trailer mm-hmm. um but i keep coming back to if they put that out there already i i the mind boggles at what we might be in for in terms so, of cameos and surprises and multi-dimensional variants and all of that stuff. Like I I'm just I'm just thrilled. I, I can't wait. It's gonna be a it's gonna be an arduous wait for that movie to come out. It um it it feels like it's the the Illuminati version of the of Professor X. Like you you don't bring in Patrick Stewart as a different character. Oh no, Patrick Stewart. No, it's it, it, this is Professor X now. One hundred percent. It may not be a new Professor X for the MCU, right? This may be the multiverse Professor X. Some people even think it might be the X Men cartoon Professor X. I've heard that. Really yeah, completely. that'd be dope. But this is the Illuminati. This is the multiverse Professor X, um, which. I really think is a great way to introduce this character because you also have, you know, potentially superior spider, superior Iron Man in this, the Tom Cruise Iron Man, as people call him. Um, you see, obviously, America Chavez. You see um, Captain uh, Captain Carter. Her, her, she's got her stuff in this. The flag. I think there's <clears throat> there's a lot, but the Patrick Stewart aspect and the whole Illuminati aspect is great because that is the way to introduce mutants, in my opinion into the MCU proper because you can drop the hints that, listen, uh, <clears throat> you may be dealing with magic, Dr. Strange, and you're, you may understand powers as something that you attain, but where I come from and likely in your universe, people are born with powers. And I think that could be sort of a bouncing off point for, for the X-Men and so on going forward. But we could it's, we could see them pull in the X Men, or at least hint that they will exist. Yeah. Um, going back into Marvel canon, you could see um, a Blade variant. You could see Fantastic <clears throat> yeah. Four variants and hint that because we know they're coming. Um, we could see Deadpool pop up for a minute and do a little cameo. Funny thing, like it, uh, all bets are off for this. That, Straight up. What, what I'm really excited about this is it has potential to be bigger than the Infinity War saga the infinity saga in that um they even said it during loki by the way you guys both saw loki i freaking loved loki i figured that to be the doctor who series that i that i've been wanting the last few seasons and how they kind of do time travel and mixing all that kind of stuff variants but um the idea that they just have infinity stones as paperweights and they throw them in the trash because there's so many of them in in all the different multiverses 
and how that minimizes the Infinity Saga is fantastic because it's them saying there's something bigger than your reality. And if this leads into the Secret Wars, the, the what is it, the Battle Worlds, all that kind of stuff that that really could be coming for the MCU, where you are pulling in um, not only Captain America, Chris Evans, but you're pulling in human torch chris evans in one asp and you're going through the history of lou ferrigno incredible hulk i could see them pull in and really bring all this junk in to make a complete overhaul of the marvel cinematic universe and say look at all these different heroes and characters everything you've watched fans growing up stuff you watched in the 70s and 80s and 90s and early 2000s that's all canon now and now we get to start new with a whole new you know, the MCU is kind of reborn, which we've been wanting the MCU to kind of get reborn because it's starting to get a little convoluted. This could do it. And it just, it so excites me at the possibilities for this, that something that's bigger than the Infinity Saga, even though the Infinity Saga was actually a very, con- you know, concise storytelling process. This has, there's just so much opportunities, so much fan service to this. It's so exciting for me. Marcus. Well, don't forget, we've also got Secret Invasion coming up, the TV yeah, show. Yeah, Secret Invasion is we've coming. We've got Armor Wars coming up, the TV show. Yep. We have uh, Kamala Khan, Miss Marvel. Yeah, Miss Marvel. And She-Hulk. Uh, those are all coming this year. Yeah. So, I mean, yes, I do think that, that this is very, very exciting. I think that um, I think last year was a not underwhelming year from Marvel, but on, on the cinematic front, I mean, mm-hmm. obviously Spider-Man was the, you know, the 800 pound gorilla, but that was, you know, that, that, that stood out on its own, but the other four, uh, three movies of the year did not really whelm me. Um, they were okay. They were mm-hmm. okay. No, they weren't awful, but uh, yeah, I actually enjoyed the TV shows more than anything last year. Um, I mean, and yes, this could be the start of pulling the mutants in and the fantastic four, because obviously, if you're looking at the Illuminati, let's yeah. tick them off, shall we? We know it's Professor yeah. X. We know it's Tony Stark. He's deed. So which Tony yeah. Stark are we looking at? Is it the Tom Cruise one that from decades ago that was yeah. planned? Yeah. Um, we're also looking at uh, Nama, the Submariner. Yes. Submariner. yes. Um, we are looking which... at Black Bolt. From, hopefully not the one from that horrible Inhumans uh, show on Hulu. We are looking at who else are we looking at? Um, um, Professor X, obviously Doctor Strange is part of the Illuminati. Doctor Strange, well. um, yes, Mr. Mr. Fantastic. Fantastic. Yep. Tony Stark, Namor, Iron um, Man, uh, yeah, Reed Richards. Yeah, that's, that's basically Black Panther. Black, Black Panther, Black, T'Challa. Yeah, T'Challa. T'Challa. No, T'Challa's on DC. This might be a way of them recasting T'Challa. Sylvie. I was variant with uh, what's what's his name, Killmonger. I could totally yeah. see Killmonger. I could be Jordan. Um, I could see them doing that, but I, I'm a, I'm happy with them moving to a new Black Panther yeah. who isn't T'Challa. I'm retiring that out of mm-hmm. respect yeah. because, well, let's face it. I mean, you know, he was a legend and such a great actor and embodied that role. I mean, there's certain things you can't recast. Um, so, yeah, um, I think th- 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 if they could figure out a way to bring all this stuff together and then pull this into maybe all this stuff gets pulled into our universe at the end, or, you know, like the general MCU universe, uh, MCU, um, at the end of Doctor Strange where a spell happens and all of a sudden we have mutants, we have the Fantastic mm-hmm. Four, we have the Illuminati. I mean... Obviously, you know, there are some flies in the ointment. The Professor X that, they, that, that they've got is Patrick Stewart, um, who is, going to, who is you know, if you watch Picard, is a little bit on the mature side now. So yeah. you know, maybe he gets pulled in and is uh, sort of like de-aged to, uh, you know, to uh, what's his face? Um, the other Professor X, little Scottish guy. Yes. Uh, Thingy uh, and bong jubbly. Yeah. But anyway, yeah, I think I think it's great. I mean, <laughs> James McAvoy. James McAvoy. James McAvoy. Thank you. I mean, could we get a Logan? Could we get a Logan cameo? That would be cool. Um, what's so, yeah, I, I will that, say? What's really cool? Uh, the Mister Fantastic stuff is interesting because, as we all know, who is Kang the Conqueror in the future? But if not a direct descendant of 
uh, Reed Richards, right? Yeah. And King King made his appearance in Loki, uh, yeah. and he's the next quote unquote big bad in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Uh, this could all be leading to Kang the Conqueror, and then you know the Fantastic Four right after that. Well, we also have Adam Warlock. Adam Warlock is coming in the Jason's next Guardians. Oh, yeah. Nobody's Ooh. mentioned Silver Sur Surfer. Silver Surfer. I mean, Galactus, Doctor There's, Doom. I mean, oh, look, goodness. to say that the Marvel Universe is in rude health with regards to what it's capable of playing with over the coming weeks, uh, you know, weeks, months, and years is an understatement. I mean, they do have something like 50-odd years, maybe yeah. more, of uh, amazing stories to mind. Secret War, Secret Invasion, um... Yeah, there's a whole gosh, there's a whole bunch of stuff. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. The Dark Avengers. Oh, Dark um, Avengers are great. Yeah, I mean, this. I mean, I could just probably pull a bunch of books off the wall here. I mean, you know, the Ultimate Universe. The other thing is, Marvel Zombies. Yeah, Marvel Zombies. Yeah, they're in this trailer. trailer. Yeah, you can see they, it looks like there's some zombie action in this trailer. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and look, I mean, it did touch in on the what if that we've just had. Uh, come through on um, on Disney Plus last year, which basically yeah. became a, 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 a you know tying all these various uh, threads together, and we ended up with with a couple of different versions of Doctor Strange, which we've got this time round. It looks like we've got um, the zombies coming in, Captain Carter, as you've said. I mean, there's a whole slew of stuff. I mean, the other thing is, what happens if this uh, this Iron Man isn't Tom Cruise, but it's Riri Williams? That yeah. Mm. yeah. We could be could be seeing that. I mean, there's a whole lot of friggin' stuff going on. It's very, very, very so exciting. exciting. Um, I mean, uh, that's the other thing. We've got Moon Knight coming in a couple of weeks. Moon Knight. I'm so yeah. excited about Moon Knight. I'm not too sure about Oscar Isaac's English accent. Yeah. <laughs> You're a great uh, actor. Okay. That, this is what we say about English people when they try American accents. So. It sounds okay to me. Um, what would you know, you jamook? <laughs> wow! Given our our Scottish friend here, I figure yes. you know he's pretty close to the mark. Um, but it's uh, you, Did you, you see know, the you Ultron drones, fun. by the way. Before I forget, the Ultron drones. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. There's, was it the oh, Was it the Iron Army? Was it the, right? Was it Ultron? And don't all don't all don't forget um, the hint of uh, Doctor Strange hopping through an animated world could they be linking the actual animated aspects of what if into this no. we were told what if was canon and in this trailer there are the hints of the animated there's a few stills that people have been really poking on that says this is dr strange and apparently dinosaurs i didn't even notice dinosaurs. that today. Yeah. the savage well, land devil could dinosaur the savage land which is tied to yeah that could, it's true. It, 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 the Savage Land is tied to uh, mutants and the X Men pretty heavily, so that's something yeah. that uh, that could also be. Um, and obviously, we've got Wanda Maximoff looking all kinds of badass. Awesome! Oh, I mean, yeah. We saw that from the end of uh, you know when she was re uh, learning from the the, uh, the Darkhold uh, at the end of um, WandaVision. but now she's front and center in the in, she, in the pro the promo and the, and you know the trailers and the the images and. Yeah, she's looking. There's a couple of different versions of her in there as well. I mean, <laughs> are we going to get the crazy one that led to the House of M? Do we yeah. think she breaks bad? Do we think she's well, actually she, the villain? Maybe. I mean, she does make a great point. She has a fantastic line, which is essentially mm -hmm. something like, when you play with reality, you're a hero. When I do it, yeah. I'm a villain or something. Right? Yeah. I'm not. You know, I think yeah. that's... I think that's that. That's pretty good. Anyways, I'm really excited about Doctor Strange. That is uh, May fourth, somewhere around there. It's, uh, it's too yeah, far. They so. delayed it and did a bunch of reshoots, and it's too far away. Yeah, it's too, uh, far away. too far away. We've got Doctor Who, uh, Doctor Who. We've got um, no, we don't. Batman before that. Is, that. We've got uh, Moon Knight before that. Mm -hmm. I mean, Obi Wan is kicking in as well. I know that's another. Hey, hey, Ewan McGregor, come on. When is Obi Well, you know what? That's, I'm, I think that's, that's in, May twenty fifth. Uh, May May twenty fifth. May the twenty fifth be with you. Um, I'm glad you mentioned yeah, Obi Wan so because that's going to let us transition right now to another Star Wars related topic, which is something that just finished uh, on Disney Plus: uh, Mandalorian season three. I mean, Boba Fett. 
Sorry, Book of oh, Boba Mandalorian Fett. 2.5. 2.5. Get your numbering uh, right. It's, it's almost, I don't know, it's kind of like Mandalorian 0. 0.5 if you, if you, uh, what you guys think glass. about this? Look at that. He's a shot glass. Oh, look at that. Love it. I love it. Um, I went first last time, so I will, I will. All right, I got it. No, I got this. I got this. What I will say, I, I bet I don't hate it as much as other people. What was that? I look. It started. It started off great, but it got to the stage where the only interesting stuff was the flashbacks. Um, yeah. The rest yeah. of the time, it was just like some borings. Uh, it was almost like um, an episode of Happy Days, where all it was, all it was, was just cameos. Mm -hmm. Who's dropped by the the you know the the restaurant today or whatever or you know Richie Cunningham's house? I mean, if you're too young to remember Happy Days, uh -huh. how weird it is. Fantastic, but yeah, I mean, it literally became. Oh, look, we've got Luke, we've got Grogu, we've got Akosha, um, we've got every you know, literally the, the only ones who are missing were Han and Leia. Thank <laughs> god we, we didn't have that. Um, but so to me, the only interesting aspects were him getting out of the um, uh, the Sarlacc, and we saw what happened to his armor, and we saw how he got that back at the end of Mandalorian season two. Um, but him being with this, the, the, the um, sand people I found was phenomenally interesting. And I would have loved to explore more of that. I mean, I'm not, yes, I think the show agree. didn't really know what it was supposed to be. Is it bridging the gap between Mando two and three? Um, is it something that's supposed to launch itself off in a new direction? I mean, for such a kick-ass cast, um, I felt I I I can't help but feel it was a uh, the negatives far outweighed the positives, and let's talk for a minute about the mods. The, <laughs> or maybe the, we the, don't, the, and maybe we just like confine them to the dustbin of history because the chipnolasks—they're right up there with Skittle very, Dalek. Very. I don't get it. I don't get it. Yeah, I really don't get it. Yeah, I um I agree with you, Marcus. The stuff that happened in the past, I, I enjoyed. I thought, this is cool to watch what Boba Fett kind of went through to survive. And the, you know, the, the what, are the, what are the sand people's, what are they named? What are they called? Um, Tusken Raiders. Tusken Raiders. I thought, that's a very cool angle to take for a story. I almost would have just wanted to see them do the whole series with him, with the Tusken Raiders. And just go from there to the point, and it leads up to the point where he meets the Mandalorian. I think that would have been that would have been fine, but um, it it really went off track for me. Uh, the the best characters that were introduced late into this um, were killed off almost instantly. You had um, what is his name, Cobb Vanth, who's the marshal of uh, of Freetown, and then oh, you he's had not, he's not dead. He's no, alive. No, no, no. He's, oh, in right, yeah. he's in the back of the tank. He's in the back of the tank. That's right. That's right. They brought Cad right. Bane into that's it. What I was saying, Bane. Him, they basically give him the Darth Maul treatment. Yes. I yes. don't think he's dead. Uh, he looked pretty uh, dead with, pretty with dead. The, yeah. the gaffy yeah, stick. Yeah, but he had the, the, the thing on him with the beeping and everything. I I don't think he's dead. I don't think they'll bring I, him and treat him like I that hope and toss him right. out. I, I hope so, because he's a pretty cool-ass character. And I, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. For me, the, the biggest issue completely wasn't just... Boba Fett wasn't just the characters coming in and out. It wasn't just the storyline that that bounced around too much and didn't go anywhere. It was that we're on, pardon my French, pardon my language, I should say, we're on fucking Tatooine again. And let this planet die. Mandalorian was great because he went to different planets. He met different people. He, you know, he came back to Tatooine only when he absolutely needed to. And even then it was a little bit much, but still. Um, but in this case, the whole series took place here. And it just, I'm so done with this. Um, I'm so done with this story. I, I mean, with, with this place. I never want to go back here again. Uh, yeah, I mean, we've had two, basically <laughs> almost two whole seasons of, of a show stuck in the same Freaking sandbox, literally a sandbox. And while we have some great characters, yeah, um, it needs it, they need to go. I mean, now they're you know Mando and uh, Grogu are back together. Um, I wonder if he's gonna if Grogu is gonna re, uh, well wield the uh, dark saber because the Mandalorian isn't can't really do it. I mean, 
you know, he's obviously having problems. So, yeah, that's what I'd like to see. But yes, book a uh, book of Boba Fett was uh, a book I won't reread. <laughs> I I agree. I, mean, I might reread the second half of it, five, six, and seven because yeah, the man, the Mandalorian that was episode. really solid Mandalorian. <laughs> that was that was great Mandalorian content. That was great. I don't know. Maybe because I wasn't as invested in Boba Fett as the characters a lot of other people were. You guys are all right about it being completely uneven and the pacing being weird. And this is 100% um, <clears throat> excuse me, Mandalorian 2.5. Um, I don't know. I, I think they had a really like unique idea for the character that made no sense, wasn't really fleshed out, and ultimately didn't go anywhere. He was a crime lord that didn't really commit crime. He was more like a, a sheriff with like a sort yeah. of corrupt streak. Like, yeah. and I don't know, I guess if you look at it as he was motivated to defend his home, which, okay. And some other stuff, maybe it could have been fine, but it was so meandering. And then, and then he wasn't in the last <laughs> Like, the, yeah, they did that. Uh, so the book of Boba Fett is missing a few chapters. Um, yeah. Do you feel like, uh, Mando Din Djarin kind of took on the role of what Boba Fett was because oh, he yeah. is throughout his two seasons he was still a bounty hunter and he still took on little missions here and there when after that was what Boba Fett was right Boba Fett was this bounty hunter was the most feared bounty hunter in the galaxy well now Din Djarin is the most feared bounty hunter galaxy and he's still attached to little baby Yoda um by the way, I I did love in that uh, the last couple episodes where um, on Tatooine, uh, what's I forget her name, but uh, uh, Amy Sedaris, her character says Grogu. Well, who gave you that name? <laughs> to yeah. the point where it's like, okay, somebody agrees with us, and they actually built it in there. But uh, once you you create a new Boba Fett, I think they didn't anticipate the Mandalorian potentially being as popular as he ended up being after that first season and they started introducing Boba Fett back in there. Um, I think they didn't really know what to do with Boba Fett after that. Cause you can't have two of these guys who are sort of identical, right? Well, I mean, one of them is a true Mandalorian. The other one isn't, he's a clone. Yeah. Um, I think it just explores that we all became enamored with Boba Fett. Yeah. Back in the days of the empire strikes back because he had what six minutes of screen time and three lines. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and that was it. I mean, we saw him briefly in Return of the Jedi, but everything built up and built up and built up. Um, around him, we're all excited, blah blah blah. But there was nothing there. I mean, it was literally you scratch the surface, and it's a void. I mean, it's very similar to Darth Maul. If they brought Darth Maul back into a character, into um, you know, into the Star Wars universe, I guarantee you it won't be as fleshed out as it should. And everybody will go from oh, Darth Maul was too cool to oh, the book of Darth Maul sucked ass. I mean, you know. Oh, but they did. They did Obi-Wan. that with. They did that with Darth Maul already, and they did an excellent yeah. job with that. Is uh, that in the animated the stuff? No, all the animated stuff. All the yeah. animated stuff. Well, yeah. he had the tease in Han Solo, but so they really, really, really fleshed him out in Clone Wars and Rebels. Um, ultimately, uh, I didn't watch any of those. Unfortunately, I was just yeah, neither did I. There was a lot. There was a lot of story to watch. <clears throat> That's why. If you ever get the chance, I mean, <clears throat> that the Clone Wars cartoon and the Rebels, uh, Rebels especially is. Um, yeah. but no, Darth eventually has a um, has a confrontation with Obi Wan, so his arc becomes really, really, really well done. He, has a, he had a confrontation with Obi Wan. He got chopped in half because of it. <laughs> oh yeah, and he he runs into him again down the road. How can he? Give, so he's what? Like, he's well, he got, can't like, run into him again, can he? He doesn't have legs anymore. <laughs> he drags himself into him. They rebuilt. <laughs> they rebuilt Darth Vader. Like. <laughs> Guys, there's he's mods. Like, like, yeah, there's there's mods all over the galaxy. He's like the Black Knight, I think, from uh, Monty Python and the Holy Grail. It's like it's just the flesh fruit. Come here, I'll break your leg off. No, he has he has robot parts. And, I guess um, I guess my fear with um, uh, what what they did, what they've done with this kind of new extended uh, Star Wars universe with Solo, with um, uh, Boba Fett. And with the upcoming Obi Wan, is you're taking the characters from the movies that we we have these ties. They already have this built up history, and now we're 
trying to do more with them when we don't need to. But you look at Mandalorian, which was a wholly separate character that kind of came in, had some loose ties. I think the only real tie was Tatooine until, you know, um, some other aspects. But I think that's why people really enjoyed Mandalorian. Why I also really loved um, Rogue One. I thought Rogue One is one of my favorite Star Wars movies of all time because it's not the main Star Wars. It's not trying to be tied into the main Star Wars and carry that baggage. It's got its whole new storytelling. And again, that's why my fear with the Obi-Wan Kenobi show, I'm going in pessimistic in this, even though I love McGregor's uh, characterization of Obi-Wan, I'm going in pessimistic because they're rehashing this character who I already have this great connection to, and now they're trying to add more to it, and it's going to make me feel like, okay, you did a you did something kind of cool in the movies, but now it's just it's just dragging it on, and I, I don't know. I, I, I hope they Boba take Fett, him off road. I hope they take him off Tatooine. I do too. I, do I too. really do. I really do. But um, can we move on from something? Yeah, let's we let's don't get like, off something, Tatooine. Something, something that I really have been enjoying, and I hope if you can hear this, if I if I play it. I'm learning the dance little by little. So this little more, is, let's say a little more on world, let's just say. This is without a doubt the best opening sequence of any show on television right now. It's so I mean, great. Unquestionably. It's Un- just yeah. wonderful. I mean, everything's played so straight. The dancing, the choreography, the music itself is just, I mean... And- and there's actually a show that comes on after this intro, which is bizarre. I mean, that's actually a bonus as well. Peacemaker, Peacemaker, motherfucker. I'm just going to leave this play until it, it runs out. It's only going to. It's only for. Uh, until they block another. us on YouTube. <laughs> no, you're Peacemaker. You've been watching Peacemaker. All right, there you go. I paused it because <laughs> before we do get a, a content. Oh no, they'll, they'll demonetize us. Oh. They'll demonetize us. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, good luck with that. Um, yeah, I got to say, this one's been up and down as well, but it's really finding its legs. Um, last couple of episodes have been really enjoyable. Um, mm-hmm. John Cena. Now, I was yeah. always, I was only aware of him as a uh, as a wrestler for the longest time. I know he'd been in a couple of things. Uh, Cock Blockers was one of them, mm-hmm. and that's the first time I saw him, and he was very, very funny. Yeah. But when watching him and Idris Elba bounce off each other in Suicide Squad last year, which mm-hmm. is probably <laughs> after Spider Man, my favorite superhero movie of oh. the year. Yeah, um, yeah. was just a revelation. I mean, and you know, I'd, I'd read set reports and that he's got a really filthy mouth. I mean, a lot of the stuff <laughs> that was coming out, yeah, the, the offensive stuff was literally ad libs made up with him and made up by him on the spot. I mean, James Gunn was encouraging people to ad lib. Um, so yeah, I think that the, the you know, one, I've got a lot of respect for him. I think I don't know how far you know it's it is from perhaps his own character, but it's so ridiculous. I mean, eagerly, for God's sake. Eagly. Um, I think that it's one of the best. I mean, I've got to say, the DC TV stuff, mm-hmm. um, especially on HBO Max, really good. I mean, um, Doom Patrol, really quite excellent. Uh, you I'm know, has high, highs and lows. I don't know if you've seen Pennyworth, which was on Epics, has no, just moved over to HBO Max, which is, and I'll, I'll obviously, um, you know, going off on a tangent here, but Epics, uh, uh, Pennyworth is uh, Alfred Pennyworth, Batman's butler, and it's basically set in an alternate universe during the 50s and the 60s in London, and it just shows his background and how he comes into contact with the Wayne Waynes, and it's it's filthy. I mean, it's filthy. It's a proper grown-up. You'd never get that on. Uh, uh, you never see that on Disney Plus. It's a perfect HP. I mean, it's like Game of Thrones level: swearing, violence, boobies, bottoms, everything. Um, and it's so I recommend watching it. It's actually really, really good. It's got the Court of Owls in it. Um, so yeah, there's that one, and then there's the um, Titans, which has been really quite good. Uh, a little uneven again, but really quite enjoyable. So you've had got those four shows now that I've really been impressed with, with regards to DC stuff. And then, you know, we can talk about the Balanti stuff till the cows come home. I mean, that has been up and down 
used to watch Flash religiously, then I got so mm -hmm. bored with it. Did the Green Arrow, um, uh, Superman and Lois. I mean, there's just that's too much of that stuff, and it's too sanitized as far as I'm concerned. But yeah. if you've got HBO Max, check out Pennyworth, check out Titans because that's another you know R rated. Check out Doom Patrol, um, and then obviously now we're back to Peacemaker, Peacemaker. which has got a really interesting story. Um, minimal cameos. There's, I mean, we had Amanda Waller at the beginning of season one, but we haven't really seen anything since. Mm -hmm. um, and everything, so everything has looked fresh. I mean, they could have gone down the route of, oh, and look who's dropped in today to see Mr. Peacemaker. It's his old friend, Harley Quinn. Um, we haven't had any of that. And it's so much, so much the more fresh because of it. The bad guys, the, the, the butterflies, they came out of left field. I mean, James Gunn, as far as I'm concerned, is a friggin' certifiable genius anyway. Uh, genius and a madman. The I best mean, thing that ever happened the... was him getting cancelled. Oh, yeah. yeah. I think that, that came back to really sort of like bite people on the uh, on the ass. I mean, you know. Suicide Squad, Peacemaker, Guardians mm -hmm. 3, like yeah. uh, Guardians Christmas special. He, he, oh, man. Yeah. What a blessing in disguise that was. I'm sure yeah. it was really awful for him at the time, but. The creative output and getting him in DC afterwards, like, to yeah, and then there's talk that he'll be back to do Suicide Squad too. Mm. So, so what, what's what's real interesting is um, they announced a Peacemaker series on September 23rd, 2020, almost a full year before the Suicide Squad movie was in theaters. They were so confident in this character and this show. That they said, let's go ahead with with Peacemaker, let's make a full series about it. And I found that really interesting, and I found that really kind of, um, I found that really cool because it shows a lot of support from HBO, from DC to bring this obscure character <clears throat> with a goofy ass helmet and a goofy ass, you know, uh, motive to his uh, to his his passions, I guess, of of killing for peace. Um, to uh, you know, to support it in the way they did, and I think, I think that only could have happened um, if they got if they because of John Cena, I should say. I think if somebody else played Peacemaker, I don't think you would have seen the Peacemaker series. I think John Cena is enough of a, um, a surprise, uh, surprisingly surprise, surprisingly perfect actor for a situation like this that. Um, He's able to capitalize, and they're able to build off build off of him. And, and like like you like Marcus said, there's he is so good in this. A lot of people don't know that he speaks fluent Mandarin. He is actually I don't know what kind of degree he has, but um, if anybody if you follow him on Twitter, it's astounding at the kind of stuff that he he tweets like some heavy philosophy heavy philosophy as well to the point where his actual um, bio on Twitter is. Um, uh, let's see. His actual bio on Twitter is. I'm going to read it off to you right now because it's it's just uh, completely bonkers. It's it's uh, a forum of thoughts and perspectives designed to ignite conversations and actions, leading to growth and occasional self promotion. I don't know if he's trolling us or if he's actually oh, sincere. He's probably both. Honestly, I mean, if you ever look oh. at him on Instagram, he's just a he is just he's so smart and. Yeah. He absolutely could be a total shit poster. Like just could be. straight yeah. up. Um, is Marcus cosplaying as John Cena? Because we can't he might, see him. He might run off we to can't get see him. Oh, that's good. That's smart. There he is. There he is. I'm still reeling over Pennyworth being good. I don't know how I missed this. Like I'm such a Batman <laughs> nut. Like, Nobody watches epics. <laughs> I, yes, yeah, epic but thing. I usually follow at least like word of mouth on this stuff. I've Pennyworth <clears> is a completely <throat> blind spot for me. Hey, I, mean, I guess it's a prequel well, to that. So. It's a prequel to that show Gotham. Is that right? Yeah. Oh, I mean, it's not even the same zip code as Gotham. Um, Gotham obviously uh, is, I guess, supposed to be sort of like you know a, a, a you know a pre a follow on to that. But yeah, I mean, obviously, it's a totally different. Uh, Pennyworth. I think Sean Bean was the uh, is it Sean? No, Sean Pertwee. Pertwee, son the, of the son of the son is of it the really? doctor. Um, yeah, he plays Pennyworth in, in uh, Alfred Pennyworth in that one. But yeah, I, it's one I looked at, you know, I, I, I saw it, I thought, oh, I'm crying out loud, no, really. <laughs> and then it dropped on, and I don't subscribe to Epics anyway, 
But then it dropped on HBO Max because much like Disney, they're centralizing everything onto that streaming platform. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, I'm going to give it a go. It was uh, a couple of weeks ago. I'd just come back from radiation. I was tired. I was already back in bed at like 11 o'clock in the morning. And I binged like six episodes on the bounce. I really enjoyed it. Really enjoyed it. Excellent. Um, yeah, well, Peacemaker, motherfuckers. Um, <laughs> finale is tomorrow night or Thursday? Or- I think it's Thursday. The it's, finale it's week, right? is Thursday. Thursday. No, tomorrow. Okay. It drops on a Wednesday. No, Boba Fett was Wednesdays. That's why it was. Uh, I yeah, thought Peacemaker uh, was too. Peacemaker was Thursdays? Yeah. Okay. It was Thursdays. Yeah. yeah. Um, either way. I hope we uh, get more. Yeah. I, I think yeah. that whole cast I think we will. has been excellent. I think Cena has gone above and beyond. It's it's funny. It's heartfelt. It's a mm-hmm. complete really breakdown is. of a lot of masculine superhero stereotypes. It's so like, great. It's a wonderful character study. Uh, uh, man, I just... It's just so much better than... A year. If you had told me a year ago, I would have been like, trust James Gunn, but I don't know. And They've all yeah. killed it. They've killed and they it. just a terrific cast. Absolutely yeah. terrific cast. Yeah. 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 Robert England as... Uh, was it the dragon, um, red dragon? I forget what his name is uh, in the in the show. And then there's Robert Patrick, you know, not Robert Eglin. I'm sorry, Robert Eglin was Freddy Krueger. Robert, uh, yeah, Robert, yeah, Robert. Pa- I knew it was, it was a Robert. It was, yeah. it was not Robert Fettuccini, the character known as uh, Boba Fett. Um, it wasn't Robert Goulet. <laughs> Robert Goulet. Um, uh, and you're right, it's yeah. it's tomorrow night. It drops at twelve midnight uh, tomorrow night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's Thursday for me, but. Uh, is it midnight for you uh, or nine nine p.m.? Mid- midnight. No, it's midnight. Uh, it's twelve oh one PST. So okay, it's so it's three o'clock in the morning for me. There yeah. you go. So hey, you can stay awake, drink drink a lot of coffee. Um, I do want to uh, briefly mention. Or we're coming up on we got we're at fifty minutes right now. I wanted to mention <clears throat> if you have not watched The Expanse, it's one of the best sci-fi TV shows of the last decade. This I think they just wrapped with season six. And it's over. The expanse is over. They did kind of for leave now. it open for, for now. now. Well, they it'll it, come back. It, it's. I hope so. They left the ending open. They kind of wrapped the main story, which is uh, the book is the the it's based on books. There are nine books. This covered essentially the first six six, six and a half yep. books, um, which those are the ones that I've only read through. So, uh, which ties in perfectly. But um, it's a fantastic TV series. It's got. Great characterization, beautiful, you know, fantastic acting. The what I loved about the series was the the way that they actually tied real, it, as real as possible, f- space physics into storytelling mm-hmm. with things like, uh, you know, the 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 burn of a space shuttle or a spaceship when they're trying to slow down and they have to do certain quick whips around and that causes people to do certain things. There are G forces that cause characters to black out in some episodes. And that allows other characters to do certain things from a plot. It's, it's so well done. Um, the first two seasons, especially I think are absolutely phenomenal. They were on sci-fi at first, which is wild. Yes. Um, then it got canceled. And, and then Amazon saved the show. Bezos thought they, I, need a, I need a show. Yeah. Then they ended it a little bit prematurely. But yeah. They ended it. Um, but again, they they, they kind of leave the leave the ending open ended with a couple couple little characters, but um, with the thought that hey, down the line, if we ever want to pull it back out uh, and go forward, we actually do have the seeds of it. But um, yeah, I so you've seen it then, Sean, since you you know what I'm you know yeah, talking and about. I actually just finished the last book. Uh, Oh cool! Oh, did couple, you? Okay, a couple okay. weeks ago. Yeah, dude, I was, I was all in on the books, and then all in on the show, and then I fell Excellent. out of the books around book eight because you know, yeah. life. Um, yeah. They have not only did they do an excellent job with the show, mm-hmm. but if they decide to adapt the final three books, Ooh, it is. It that is stuff goes places. That shit. It is bonkers. Um, and it's yeah. It's you think the well, dual series is crazy, anything, but it's a completely <laughs> different ball game. Like it's just, yeah. and they hinted at a lot of that too. Like, mm-hmm. which is why I'm convinced they're not done. I mean, the, the, yeah. the all the Laconia stuff they were doing with the girl and her brother and all that. Mm-hmm. I won't get mm-hmm. into too many spoilers that's here. The, we yeah, dedicate an episode to this, but it's. I would be stunned if that show wasn't back on the air in a couple of years. Yeah, it was the. Uh, 
I, I remember reading the first couple books, and then they announced the series, and so I, I sucked up, sucked up the series. Now, granted, um, the reason that this became a show is Daniel Abraham, who's a very accomplished writer. He's he's our gen, our generation. He's in his in his forties. Uh, old AF. So, yeah, old AF. Um, not super old. He's not like George R. R. Martin old, but he. Uh, the link to George R. R. Martin is that the other writer of this book series is Ty Frank who used to be George R. R. Martin's um, assistant. That's how I got to know. I, I got to know Ty, uh, Mr. Frank, through some of the stuff. I did a few interviews with George R. R. Martin and interface yeah, with, yeah, with yeah. Ty Frank. And um, Sean, you might remember that one we did with uh, George R. R. Martin. You were yeah. on that actually. Yeah. We worked through Ty to get that. Anyway, so uh, Ty and Daniel Abraham are sort of collectively the writer of the Expanse books. And uh, so I thought, you know, I want to give this a shot. It is the, the reason I fell in love with it was it's a Mass Effect level space opera. And I had been raising the banner for this book and the TV series, the books and the series for years until finally, it didn't really feel like until the last maybe two years that people really took note of the show. And it wasn't really until Amazon decided to pick it up that people thought, well, we're going to check this check the series out because Amazon is throwing their weight behind it. And uh, yeah, they did a great job. I, I recommend it. It's a great series, great characters, really, really, really good, compelling, um, great storytelling. And uh, it's very, again, very realistic future. It's not like crazy spacefaring stuff. It's more realistic than mass effect in a way. Um, because there are knowing us. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Uh, because it's still, it deals with very human topics of yeah. very modern social topics. How do these translate into the future from pollution to social injustice, to segregation, to war, to poverty, but they do it through space. And I think that's what works. Well, anyways, check out the expanse. Great. Six seasons. Um, the last couple seasons were shorter, uh, but you can, you can probably binge it in a, in, in a couple weeks um, and, and really enjoy it. Have you watched it, Marcus? No, I have. No, um, we, 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 I we I tried to start watching it. Just got a little bit slow for me. Um, sure, sure. Yeah, not my cup of tea. Um, but I've heard I've heard so many good things. But it, I just it's not it's not for me. It does start slow. If people does, can get yeah. up, you know, if I, if people can get past the short, slow first season, it it picks up. Yeah. But I I hear you. On the subject of renewals. Futurama's coming back. Futurama, yeah. Yeah. On Hulu, correct? Proper, yes, but will we have a proper vendor? <laughs> ah, that's a good question. That is a... Yeah. They are... Um, we should table that discussion for another yes, time. See who I actually mean, liked Futurama, who didn't. Um, I I did hint. Um, but yeah, we'll, we'll definitely talk about that more. In a, we, got, we, got, we got our whole year ahead of us to talk about stuff because there's going to be a lot of who... Um, mm-hmm. so there'll be plenty of geek things. We'll next, you know, next time we'll cover some of the Batman stuff. We'll cover a lot of these movies that are just getting sequels and renewals. We're getting, you know, there maybe we'll maybe we'll see the Uncharted movie and talk about it. Who knows? There's a lot to talk about going forward. Um, until then, though, I want to put a bow on this episode. We're coming in at I'm looking at the clock up there and, and on our screen here. It says 58 and a half minutes. Uh gents. It's been fantastic in this beautiful uh, TARDIS verse, multi, I don't know, whatever, multi, I don't know, we'll figure out, we'll figure out what to call it. Uh, either way, oh, we talk pop, about pop culture verse. Pop culture verse, I like that. I like that. Uh, Marcus, where can we find you? I'm going to my bed. That's where I'm going. That's not a bad idea. I think I might do that too. <laughs> uh, I haven't, look, I mean, I've obviously, uh, up until Christmas, I was doing my regular stream and I haven't done it recently because i've been going through radiation so uh now that that's over i just need to find my uh find my legs no as it were. um this is hey if darth maul could find his so can you my friend <laughs> well, i mean the beauty of doing this with you two is that you two carry the load as it were yeah. so i don't have to worry about doing a full show but uh <laughs> i will be starting the stream again in the next week or two um but yes you can follow me on twitter and also you can find me on um, you YouTube and Twitch and everything else. You got to pay extra if you want us to carry your load on a live stream. Heyo! <laughs> That's Mr. At Sean Norton. Send all hate mail to him right there. <laughs> 
Feel free to argue with Sean uh, about all the Doctor Strange theories, and then we'll, nobody uh, needs. We'll... To, I'm I'm so no. Nobody argues with me. We all no. mark out together. Correct. All as geeks and wrestling dorks. Definitely. Oh, oh, there's been wrestling news. Oh my of god! Course. Talk about a whole show we could fill. Anyway, we'll, we'll, where are we anyway, finding you, Dolly? The discount host Manny wrestling show. Yeah, the host with Dolly. It's one of the hosts, one of the hosts. I just hit the record button. That's all I do. I don't do anything different than you guys. You can find me at, you can find us at Lonely Tardis. That's, that's more important. Please interface with us. Tell us what you thought of this show. Did you like it? Is it something you want to hear more of? Too bad because we're going to keep doing them. (laughs) And if you didn't like it, keep your mouth shut. Keep your filthy mouth shut. Seriously. You know what? Um, We old now. (laughs) We old. We're a collective age of like 120. I mean, this it is, is yeah, at least. At you least, don't yeah. want to upset us. I mean, we'll send you to your room without any Sean's almost 30 years old, which is just crazy. Tell us what, yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. Tell us what you want us to talk about. I think that would be great. That would be, that'd be awesome. awesome. All right, I got to pee. Let's go. Take care, everybody. We'll see you in the next episode of Lonely Tardis. Bye, Marcus. Bye. 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 Bye.